Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to uh, another episode, Jackson versus Jackson. I'm your guy, Eric T. Jackson. Coming back at you uh, with another uh, weekend wrap-up. So, we'll be wrapping up uh, Annam versus Arkansas on Saturday and the Texans uh, versus the Bears from yesterday. Let's start with the Aggies. So, uh, what else is there to say? We got the W. That's the most important thing. Uh, but like uh, Jeff Van Gundy used to say, we can't ignore in victory what we wouldn't in defeat. So with that being said, uh, the quarterback, uh, let's start there because that's what uh, – you know, that's where the team starts. And, uh, you know, he, he's he's been consistent so far. His last uh, four games, uh, he's inconsistent. That's his consistency is being inconsistent. And you can't get any more inconsistent than 50% uh, completion percentage, right? Uh Two good drives, two messed up drives, uh, that type of thing. Uh, offensive line, inconsistent. They're all, you know, they're still allowing people to to, to be in his face, to me, uh, often. But I think they have gotten better. I, I can say that. Uh, he seems to be throwing off his back foot too much to me. He doesn't step into his throws and I don't know if that's a product of pressure in his face or just him not being comfortable but he's got to fix that and because he does that and the, the throw even the touchdown catch to Evan Stewart I thought it was going to be be incomplete because he threw off his back foot and it wasn't you know it didn't have as much velocity as you would have wanted it to have. Uh, but Evan Stewart adjusted, made the catch, touchdown, right? So I'll give the receiver all the credit in the world for making that catch. Uh, defense. <laughs> and Now, isn't it funny, like, every time you see – every time the cameras show DJ Durkin – all the games, he's like laughing and smiling, and and the defense is getting ran through, and then they end up doing well at the end of the game. So maybe he knows something that we don't know, right? But uh, it was a chess match between him and uh, Kendall Browse, Arkansas's uh, offensive coordinator, and uh, they both had their moments. Uh, I mean, Arkansas definitely imparted their will on us running the ball. Uh, and yet they, we stopped them when we needed to stop them. We made adjustments uh, and it definitely slowed them down in the uh, second and third quarters. I mean, pretty much stopped them in the second and third quarters. Uh, first quarter was abysmal. Uh we couldn't, you know, and, and a lot of people want to point to the three-man front. 
the three-man front works. I mean, of course, it's not a running front. Uh, and I think, I don't know why he didn't like, start off doing this, but when you blitz with it, it, it works. Like, you can't just hold up against a, a very good running attack only uh, sending uh, the three-down linemen and having the uh, linebackers have to read off all the linemen that are coming at them. It's not going to work. And once he started blitzing in the second and third quarters, you know, our guys were there, and the running game from Arkansas was a lot less uh, effective, save for the quarterback, because that's an offense's best friend is a, a great running quarterback. A good one, and uh, Arkansas has a great one. Yeah, KJ Jefferson is a great running quarterback, and he made his presence felt even when we were shutting him down. He would get third downs, uh, keep the chains moving, things like that, just with uh, his legs and his sheer size. The boy is what two forty. He's a big. He's a big boy. Uh, but in the end. We only allowed 21 points, seven points. After the first quarter, you would have thought we were going to give up 40. All right, because they did what they wanted to do. We made adjustments. Uh, Now, I will say that was a bad decision on uh, KJ's part to try and dive in from like the three-yard line and and reach the ball over. And, you know, Give credit to to AM's guys for knocking it out of there and and returning that thing. And uh, uh, Chapel did a great job of, of 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 recognizing that Richardson was behind him and handing it off. Otherwise, I don't think we score. If we get tackled at the twenty or wherever he was at that point, uh, I don't think we score on that drive. You know, so. That was the momentum shift, and it was what we needed. Uh, now, uh, what else in that game? Uh, Chris Russell <laughs> started for Andre White. Uh, started for Andre White, and he's been a beast all season. Uh, you know, uh, and he was projected to be what third string or, or the, 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 the the third linebacker in the rotation. And uh, now uh, when Andre White comes back, I don't think they'll get him off the field. Uh, Andre has a lot of uh, physical attributes, so he'll be in the rotation once he comes back. But I don't think Chris is getting off the field. Uh, so we win 23-21. Uh, Arkansas did uh, again start moving the ball again in the fourth quarter. They scored the touchdown and then that last drive was the one where they set up for the field goal and uh, (laughs) one of the crazier misses you know that I can remember Uh, I think it would have missed if it hadn't hit the top of the upright but that would have been a judgment call. The ref could have easily called it good or in, but uh, it, it it hit the top, uh, the top right, 
and if you're facing the goalpost and bounce back into the end zone. And uh, that was all she wrote. Uh, that was a football gods uh, smiling on uh, the Aggies, the good guys. Uh, and now we're three and one with uh, two straight wins uh, over top 15 opponents. Uh, Miami lost again. So that win is looking worse by the week, but uh, I'll take this one of Arkansas any dead week. I don't care what they do from here on out. That's a good football team. Get your Maggies. All right. Let's check out. Uh, let's talk about the Texans. <sighs> Where do we start? So, uh, the Chicago Bears have always been my team. Growing up, I was a Bears fan. I wasn't an Oilers fan, wasn't a Cowboys fan. Grew up in Marshall, Texas, Northeast Texas. I was a Chicago Bears fan. You know, uh, Monsters of the Midway, uh, Singletary, uh, Buddy Ryan, uh, 50 Defense, Richard Dent, all those guys. Uh, of course, Walter Payton. And so, and my two favorite teams came together when uh, the Bears drafted uh, Darren Lewis from AM. And he played a few good years for the Bears. Uh, but so I just wanted to put that in there. But yeah, I've always been a Bears fan, man. And I currently have uh, Justin Fields as my fantasy quarterback. And so I didn't get to the draft quick enough. So they auto-drafted his butt. I would not have taken him. They auto-drafted him for me, and I'm stuck with him because, you know, there's not a whole lot of better options, you know, about the same but not better. But uh, let's get to the game. Uh, but I'm a staunch Texans fan now, uh, and it's Lovey going against his old team. That was one of the storylines. First time he's going against his old team. Uh, so I wanted him to, you know, get the win and, uh, I thought we could, and I predicted we win this game, you know, a few weeks ago before the season started. Uh, so, uh, that let's start with, uh, the defense. I mean, uh, as always, man, uh, I have the Texan defense in fantasy football because I, I just love the way Lovey, you know, coaches them. And they're going to always have, you know, turnovers and, you know, that type of thing and be aggressive. But they, you know, Chicago ran on them, ran on them to the, to the tune of uh, almost 300 yards. Yeah, it was bad. And yet they only, uh, they only got the, uh, the 23 points uh, is very, very similar to the Aggies. Uh, you know, it was a bend but don't break. Uh, you know, the Texans have a lot of issues and mistackling is, is the biggest one of all on defense, but probably on the whole team. Uh, we, you know, now, I didn't count it and I haven't heard how many missed tackles we had, but you know, it's gotta be 
upwards of 20 or more. I mean, it was, it was atrocious. And so uh, we get that fixed and, you know, and miss tackle. And it's, it's almost like, you know, that's something that that's just in you, you know, uh, like I always say, it's tough to work on tackling because you either have it or you don't, like, you know how to tackle, you either do it or you don't. Uh, and the good teams usually do it well, and the bad teams usually do it poorly, right? No matter how much they, they do or don't work on it. That's what I've noticed over my uh, close to 20 years of coaching. Um, And the Texans are a bad team. So right now, we are 0-2-1. Uh, I'm looking forward uh, to uh, the draft next year already. Although I think we can pick up some more wins. I think Davis Mills will get better, right? Uh, so let's let's talk about Davis Mills. Do I want to just pull up his stats? I mean, uh, is that what we are with uh, with guys? Like they stats prove who they are, who or who they aren't, right? I mean, his stats were decent. Uh, 62% completion percentage, uh, 245 yards. He did throw the uh, two interceptions, uh, one touchdown. Um, one of his better games, I would say. Better than the first two. Um he was helped out by Damian Pierce, who had a really good game running the ball. They finally gave him 20 carries, and uh, he knocked out 80 yards. But uh, it, it, he he fumbled twice. I will say that, and we recovered both of them. So he didn't lose two fumbles, but he did fumble twice. Uh, you know, but it, to me, it just seems like it's hard for Pierce. It seems like, like he just gets, like he can't run without getting pummeled by three or four guys. Like he, you know, like he runs like more of a fullback than a than a running back to me, and that's not a recipe to last. You know, like they said, well, he one of the the benefits of, of drafting him was because Florida didn't use him right and. And no wearing turn his body, no more than nine carries in any game. Yeah, well, he he, he getting wearing turn on his body his rookie year because <laughs> they are tagging that boy, and it is not pretty, you know. And I, he to me, it always looks like he getting dumped on his head, dumped on his back, leg bent in awkward positions, you know, and. And that's probably a product of not carrying the ball that much his in, in his college career, you know. Hopefully he uh, stays healthy. Uh, Nico Collins sighting. Two catches, 41 yards. Uh, one for 22, one for 19. I like that. Chris Moore got open. Uh, three targets, three catches, 63 yards. All right, uh, Atkins, Pharaoh Brown, three catches, 31 yards apiece. You know, uh, 
the Texans just have to keep working at it. They're not a very good team right now. And everybody in the division won this weekend except us. I fully expected the game to go to overtime. And I thought we would lose in overtime. Because that's just what we do. Uh, or, you know, or tie it. But uh, <laughs> Davis Mills trying to run a, a two-minute offense. Ball gets tipped now. He didn't just throw it to the linebacker. If the ball wasn't tipped, it would have made it to the receiver. I really believe that. But ball got tipped uh, and picked off. Just all luck. Just Davis Mills luck. And uh, they're set up perfectly at the 10-yard line with less than a minute to go. Uh, and that's the ball game, folks. Uh, so, um, who do we have next week? Let's look at it. Chargers. Chargers coming uh, into town. Right now, they are six and a half point favorites. But they got blew out by the Jacksonville Jaguars. 38 to 10, and Herbert is injured right now. He has a rib issue, so uh, we don't know if they're broken or strained. We don't know, but uh, he was struggling yesterday. Um, so uh, the Texans can win this game, I think, not easily, but you know they'll be in it because of their defense and. Uh, you know, they just have to make plays. They'll get a win at some point, you know, and it'll probably be against somebody that we weren't expecting them to beat because they're going to be the underdog probably the rest of the way. Um, but I'm not sure it'll be against the Chargers. I'm just saying. Um, Jacksonville's looking really good these last two weeks. Uh, I knew the Titans would bounce back. Uh, they have too much talent. And too good a head coach not to. And uh uh and Indianapolis too. And, you know, just knew they would bounce back. Now I I want to talk about uh Christian Kirk, who is an Aggie and who uh signed a big deal for Jacksonville and he is producing, he's playing lights out for the Jaguars. They are using him how I thought Arizona would, but once to me, it seemed like once Arizona got uh, DeAndre, uh, they stopped really focusing on Christian Kirk. He was like an afterthought. And they didn't move him around and use him in ways to get him the ball like Jacksonville is doing. And he is paying huge dividends for Jacksonville. So go Christian Kirk, man. And that's an Aggie. I love to highlight Aggies doing their thing. And uh, he's one that's... Uh, doing his thing. He got paid and he's producing. Love it. Even though I don't like Jacksonville. Right? Alrighty. So that's uh, that's a wrap up. Have any questions, comments, uh, just leave them in the comments. I'll, I'll get back to you. Uh, this has been a weekend uh, roundup uh Aggies, Texans. Um, uh, I'm your boy, uh, Eric T. Jackson. Uh, Till next weekend, folks. Uh, peace.